Back for another week. Yes, sir. <sighs> a deep sigh, man. I gotta come in. Not a deep sigh. It's a sigh of not relief, but uh, you know that shit. Like <sighs> resolve, sigh of resolve. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up? What happened, man? You know how this week been. So like, I'm moving. Um, bruh, I got like a moving truck. And mm-hmm. I thought that shit was gonna be three hundred bucks, cause it was like one twenty nine per person as a flat rate, and they had mm-hmm. two movers, so I'm basically playing two sixty an hour plus yeah. travel time, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> nah, that's steep. <laughs> yeah, I was like three hundred to do this shit myself, two hours flat. You know, I don't have that much shit. Like, I could have did the U-Haul, and it would have been a little annoying, but, uh, yeah, I would have saved significantly more money. I was like, I could spare that, and it's going to push me forward and help productivity. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> on top of general moving shit, um, life has been real lifey. Uh, um, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so... um yeah, it's been a, a weird week, um, but I'm, I'm liking my new place. I think if anything else, like, it feels like mine. Um, That's good to feel this early on, especially with, like, life being lifey. Yeah. It's, nice to have, it's nice to have something to attach yourself to, because I feel like I was in the same boat 2019, where it was just getting real weird, but at least I could attach myself to buying new furniture, finding the restaurants close to me, just figuring out what needed to happen to make this space more comfortable instead of just, you know, swimming in the the sulkiness of what was, what was going on around me and all that. So Yeah, it's like, damn, like, you know, I packed up all this shit and it's just like, huh, I don't know. I don't know if, if this decoration is going to live in this place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this has been out at every place that I've lived, like, I think this is just gonna stay in a box, and it might even go to Goodwill. You know, like yeah. So, um, there's that, and then I think I've decided that every two weeks until I feel like I have a very minimalist house, I'm just getting rid of shit. So mm-hmm. there's that. Um, but yeah, I even got real. I even got real granular with that kind of stuff myself. Like the more I was in a better mental space, it came down to even T-shirts that I was like, nah. There's nothing wrong with this one, but it's just got to go. Yes, <laughs> no, like, yeah. It's just so, holding too much It's holding too much weight. Yeah, I feel that. Um, yeah, so it's just like, <clears throat> I think I've started this pod 75 times this week in my head. <laughs> 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 like how I was coming on, and uh, it was like, all right, the pod is starting. And uh, I'm happy with it. Because <laughs> there's there's another reality where I just come on here popping shit. Yeah, there's like different <laughs> different entrances in your head. Different, yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh man. But what about you? Pretty pretty busy week. We haven't been home very long because we had to deal with some contractors coming to the apartment to fix stuff in the bathroom. So we had to. Leave the first day for more than eight hours so the toxic fumes or whatever was going on wouldn't kill us. Yeah. Then for like three days after that, which is today's the third day, 
we haven't been able to use our shower. So we've been spending the back half of the week finding places to shower and like scheduling our gym time and other things around it. So mm. yeah, it's just been a lot of back and forth, not being home, but at least it's the last day of all this nonsense. But yeah, otherwise it's, it's been an okay week. Just getting stuff done. Uh, I actually freed myself from the shackles of Verizon. <laughs> when it's switch phones, I was like, "Man, I don't need to spend eighty dollars for this. I don't." Who'd you go with? Uh, there's actually this like, what subsidiary or whatever of Verizon called Visible, and okay. it's literally ha- half the cost, but it's Verizon like uh, towers or whatever. So I was like, "All right, all right, I can pay half as much and still use the same cell service. That's that's cool with me." Yeah, but yeah, uh, not a. Super interesting week. Just been working out, taking care of stuff, bouncing around, finding places to bathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, can it, I it's, real it's quick? good to yeah, it's good to still be in a city where I have a close friends though. Like it's and one uh, family. Like my aunt still lives in the city, and then several college friends are here. But yeah, in a couple of years, the jig is gonna be up. <laughs> yeah, like can you imagine like the dude that you work with that you went and got drinks with that one time, like. Hey, I know this is weird, but like, can I just like shower? It's, it's with me and my yeah. girl. Can we just like shower over here for like a couple of days? Yeah, and then it's it's awkward on both parties because they're trying to find a reason to say no, even though there really isn't one. But it's like, <laughs> I don't I don't want you to use my shower, but I really don't know why. <laughs> I, just, I just can't. <laughs> yeah, nah, shit like that is weird. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh. Speaking of which, I'm not even at home right now. I don't have internet, and it's been, like, the worst. They sent me the, the thing to install, and I hate doing self-installs. Because while mm. it's very simple to do, it never fucking works. Nope. There's always, yeah. There's always it never fucking works. <laughs> 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 and they have to come in here and drill shit, and it's like, mm-hmm. so now I'm waiting till Monday. Um, oh, they'd be like, "Oh, you see here the the way the tree outside is I don't shaped. give a fuck. You want the you want the router to be on this wall. <laughs> it's Just like, oh, it. word. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, man. So out, outside of the normal bullshit, uh, what you been listening to? I actually feel like the past couple of weeks I've been just shuffling my old stuff mm-hmm. just to get myself in the rhythm to find new things because. I think with all this content creation, you get in the habit of like staying in the, oh, let me find new, let me find new, let me find new, which can actually be exhausting. But I even laughed when we got off the mic last week. I realized, oh, today's Sade's birthday. Like, why did we not like acknowledge that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've been kind of listening to her a little bit uh, in my own time, but I do have new music. The first artist I have, I can't even pronounce the name, honestly. I'm sure you see the. <laughs> the show notes but the song is called ultraviolet and i i've been trying all week to figure out this dude's name but i could not it's like val x and ban Fauni. i was like um i'm usually good with pronouncing stuff but i i got nothing here yeah no <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be some stupid good. shit i got it queued up if you're ready to hear it though yeah you can go for it
sorry, I started letting this ride. I think I figured out half of the name. What do you think? What do you think? Thousand Band Thousand Band Fawny? Thousand Buffoony? I don't know. This is definitely Thousand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Thousand. Yeah, I, I think you got it. I think you got it. <laughs> oh, no, man. I just really like this beat. It's smooth. It's something no. I want to ride to in the summer. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, you, this just reminded me of some shit I listened to this week. Uh, but I'll let you keep going. Yeah, fucks with it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like something I want to game to. Yeah. Cool. How'd you find him? Yeah, I think it was in my Discover Discover Weekly playlist. I think. Gotcha. Yeah, and then my next song is kind of in that um that neo funk vein, and it really caught me because I was like, man. If I was in the mood, I feel like I'd bust out my pen and start rapping to this. <laughs> uh, it's not in the show notes, but uh, oh. the song is called, yeah, my bad on that. But let me, I, no, I can ahead, type it in actually, it might help you. Okay. But uh, <laughs> Justice by Kaylin Ellis. Then let me. Oh, yeah, yeah just, right here. Cool. I like this little bounce to it. Yeah. And this is from his 2020 project. Uh, oh wait, don't tell me this is just an instrumental project. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, shit, you already know. <laughs> yeah, this shit rides, bro. This is getting played today. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just glad that I found a black artist that's doing this because I feel like the past two guys were white, yeah. which is no no issue or nothing. But I'm just like, no, right, no, cool. I know what you mean because it's not like a, it's not like there's a shortage of black people making this kind of music, but sometimes it's it feels nice like to, you get a lot yeah. of white people doing it. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. Um, it's funny you should say that about rapping. I actually decided this week that it, I'm putting out a project. I feel like I say that every year. But I, I'm willing to like buy something and like pay for it. So yeah, I remember you texting me your little plan. So yeah, hopefully this can help you get into a groove too. Because I was like, yeah, if I were to bust out the pen, this might be where I start. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you know what? Mm, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel the words coming uh, out, right? Uh, <laughs> for sure. Oh man. Um, yes, sir. And then I do just have one more song. And low key, uh, after I play my third new song, I'm gonna put you on the spot and uh, ask what's like one of your favorite Sade songs. This will be our like two second shout out to her since we missed her birthday last week. But uh, my last song is "Lambo" by Luke James. And that one was actually in the notes. So didn't leave yeah. me hanging there. Yeah, I had it queued up the first time.
Mm. Yeah, I just like what he does with it when he gets into it. Like, this is a really good like interlude type of. I was gonna say, is this a single or does this go to another song? Is it a part of a? It's part of a project, mm. but it, I feel like it just fits well where it's. it's like... I'm liking it. No, okay, yeah, this is like because the internet, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it's the intro of a project, actually. I hate when niggas like this make music because it like they show you. It's like, damn, that's easy. I'm finna go cook, and it's like, <laughs> sounds like I'm banging pots and pans. <laughs> Bro, if I start singing on niggas, cause I can sing. You gonna have a crazy ass little project then. I've <laughs> I've been tempted to teach somebody to to pay somebody to teach me how to sing because I can only do it on accent. But my voice is not where I would think it is. I get what you're saying. Like uh, what do you call it? Range, like altos yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's not yeah, the yeah. voice that I would expect to come from me. Ah, uh, yep. It's like what the fuck is that? It's a lot of people like that. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely doesn't fit. I feel like the way I look or anything, but (laughs) (laughs) okay. You made it. You made it. You made a really good connection, though. That yeah, this does had that because the internet kind of feel. Mm Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, the project is called "To Feel Loved." To feel love, Luke James. Wait, Luke James. Oh, I'm thinking of James Blake. Yeah, man, I'm not going to lie. I've been vibing from uh, our playlist, our little jam session from last week. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know, it was just such a good eclectic mix, and all of it was just like vibing. Yeah, that was one of our better jam sessions No, yeah, Man, that was fire. Like, I'm not going to try to like force them, but I'm not going to run away from them, because I think in the past I would have run away from them. Just because mm-hmm. it's like, uh, do niggas really want to? But it's like, you know what? If y'all want to listen to this shit, this ain't the fucking podcast for you. <laughs> like, like yeah. these are niggas, like, because you brought some people that I would have never heard of. And it's just like, I always see people say, like, there's no good music. And I'm like, there's actually plenty of it. That's a lot. Um. So, yeah, feeding off of that, that's actually uh, what I spent a good chunk of the week listening to was cool. a lot of those songs and deep in, diving deeper into those artists. <clears throat> I found myself uh, before I get into like the main things that I was listening to. I found myself listening to Russ. He he dropped like a some something recently, right? Besides that single you showed us, or was, mm-hmm. it, or was that? yeah 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 yeah? He okay. dropped some stuff like I think last year or whatever. Um, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not a fan. Like he makes good music. I can appreciate what he does, but I don't think I like his albums. Yeah, I kind of like had the same feeling two projects ago because I haven't listened to whatever was most recent, but I was like, this is fine. Because I remember, I think it was my little brother, we were going back and forth on like songs on there. And then I realized, like, you know what? His age, he's starting college. Like, it's kind of like some high energy, like, I'm tight kind of music. Yeah. Or like, I miss Shorty, but I'm going to still say it in a flyway kind of. I was like, yeah, this is more his speed right now. It's just, 
it's not like not for me, but it's, I don't enjoy it as much as a college kid would right now. So yeah, I, yeah. I can see why you're also kind of eh, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think too, it's a Macklemore situation mm. where like he never really did the industry thing. He never like he's always kind of bragged about like nigga, I'm getting money because I own this shit. And then mm-hmm. I guess he had a deal, which I think, like, this nigga came out in 2007, <laughs> and now yeah. he's out of his deal. So he took a short deal. I think a very strategic, hey, I need this deal for this, and now he's independent again. Mm-hmm. So it couldn't have been longer than three years. So it's like, I think he's like, fuck y'all, I'm going to make some pop shit or whatever, but I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. And with that, right. I feel like comes some of the weirder songs. And I think that was the issue with Macklemore because, like, I was listening to him before he blew up. And he just was some white dude that was some underground shit that I found. And uh, he never really changed his style, neither. He kept that underground weird song about, like, being fat and, like, spilling food <laughs> on his shirt and shit like that. Yeah. Like, and I was like, oh, no, he was never really supposed to blow up. Like, white people blew him up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's that like y'all just appreciate what I am, but I never decided that I was gonna be that. So, um, which is cool. I like to see that. I mean, I think that's good for artists. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, uh, listen to like a shit, 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 shit ton of Drake this week. <laughs> oh man, you was, yeah, you was definitely going through it. <laughs> um, and uh, demo tapes. The Dark Knight, dark dummy, demo dumb, tapes. stupid, <laughs> whatever it's called. <laughs> that shit is uh, actually hard. Uh, and Drake dark, needs a hug. Dark, what is it actually called? Dark Lane? Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Okay, thank you. I was like, what is it actually called? No, it is. I have like half of it saved. I didn't care for it the first time I heard it. I listened to it twice and never played it again. What do I have? I have Demons from Florida with Love, Losses, Deep Pockets, When to Say When, Chicago Freestyle, Not You Too, Landed. Yeah, I have all those saved. Yeah, like all this shit just kind of. Imagine having this quality of throw. Hey, (laughs) if I gotta land, I'ma stick it. Baby, let it go and you gon' miss it. And I think I just caught what he said right there. Like, I wrote this with the Cartier pen. Do it sound different? Like, shut up, nigga. <laughs> he really has those, uh, what, slick flexes in there that you might not catch. Yeah. I don't really feel like he got off on the song, but I like it. But uh, when to say when, I think, is definitely the standout for me. Um, yeah. He just... He has a way of shitting on you in a in a very matter of fact way. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, it was all the energy that I needed. That's good. Did you uh do anything physical this week? You work out at all? No, I moved. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah, that that definitely counts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I just figured I was like, yeah, this wouldn't be bad to like work out to. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is one of the few weeks in a while that I've actually gotten three days in a row <laughs> working out. So I was like, I wonder if he did anything like that to get get through it. Nah. But uh, the the one good song that I did hear, or new song that I felt like was worth mentioning, was the baby song. Um, And 
It's called a masterpiece. And I was like, okay. I think. Oh shit! Still playing. I think. Uh, I think this nigga might be coming back or finding his lane or or whatever. Um, so I got a queued up right here. Cool. Stop. Notice I look you in your eye. Let's go. Next time, nigga, get shot. If you really love me, fuck me like a thot. If you really let me do it, I say what you get. Yeah, let me dead in my eye. Make a play, and I'ma set it on fire. My little bitch is a masterpiece. I ain't even gotta be funny when I'm telling no joke. She still gon' laugh at me. Still suck my dick when she mad at me. Let a nigga make me mad, you see. I nod my head in this bitch. Them niggas gon' slide on your bitch ass for me. Bust down, call her your new masterpiece. My little bitch is a masterpiece. I ain't even gotta be funny when I'm telling no joke. She and it's not spectacular, but I don't know if he just hasn't been producing or what. But this was just it for me. Yeah, man. So, you know, it's just like, all right, uh, hopefully whatever he has coming is 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 different, different enough to make me want to listen to it because mm-hmm. um, I've been, I think, pretty vocal about like, oh, this nigga needs to take a seat. <laughs> Like, yeah, we don't need to hear from him for a to while. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, coming with some heat. Um, but that's pretty much all I have for music. Um, yeah, I've just been revisiting old shit. Um, I feel like Drake is one of those people who... i seen something in it compare LeBron to Drake and said they're the same. And I was like, ain't that kind of offensive to Drake? Or no? No, nah, think- I... Uh... No, I don't hate that at all. They um leader of the new school came to be the greatest of their generation and then you compare LeBron getting several rings to and not even all in the same city to Drake succeeding to take over multiple sounds. It it's not the it's not a bad take. Okay. Like yeah. they're the best at, they're the best at what they do. They found a way to do it differently. Yeah, the they've had old heads shitty with them, or like disagreeing <laughs> that they're what they are, and yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. See, I didn't even know that. You know, I don't mm-hmm. follow sports. And I tweeted, and it was like, "Hey, is this off?" And nobody said anything. And I feel like people see me tweet bullshit all the time, and I'm probably just <laughs> muted. <laughs> but that <laughs> was definitely wilding today. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I like it. I like it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, if you don't have nothing else, we could uh, bust that move. Well, before we before we transition, I do kind of, I'm just kind of curious, like. Oh, yeah, you did ask me something. Yeah, about. about uh, oh, Sade, like, Sade. Yeah, what Sade songs you like or what might be your favorite. Because <laughs> like, I just kind of pulled up her Spotify just to look through. But I think for me, Baby Father is probably uh, my favorite from her 2010 project, Soldier of Love. Um, but I mean, second. she's really one of those people you could just shuffle anyway. Like her voice yeah. is incredible. Um, this is the thing that comes off of my head. Um, 
She wasn't born with a silver spoon in her mouth. Uh, oh, I can't think of her name. Like, I forgot her name. Darn but, it. But she yeah, wasn't I'm born not... with a silver spoon in her mouth. Yeah, I know what song <laughs> you're talking about. And then uh, I really like it because there was a sad villainy. Uh, mix of it? Yeah, so it was mm. her and MF Doom mix. And that shit was cool. Ooh, that's tight. Yeah, it's called Sad Villainy. Um, okay. If anybody wants to peep that. Uh, I think when we find the title, I'll put it in the show notes because I, I know what you're talking about. But And I feel like I'm just so young that I don't really know Sade's songs by name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was she was popping when we were kids. It's like, you know what everything sounds like. And then yeah. It's like, oh, like, you know it well enough to, like, know who it is and. Maybe mm-hmm. this should be in a playlist, but by name. <laughs> um, yeah, it was more of a curious thing for me. So, yeah, I'll just uh, throw both of our songs in the show notes as our little shout out that I wish we had got to last week. But yeah, yeah, that, that wraps up music for me. OK, but all right. Oh, this live performance is in the works, by the way. <laughs> yeah, nigga, yeah, I can't. Yeah, no, it's happening. That would be an experience. Oh, bro, the experience that I'm curating right now. I'll talk about it over here, but it's gonna be lit. Let's go. Every time. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, uh, I wonder, one, there's probably a cover somewhere. I wonder how lit they were in the studio. Probably not as lit as I'm imagining. And then I wonder if there's like a trap mix of this. Mm, damn, I would love the trap mix. I don't I know don't, if it's I out there. I could see me not liking it as much, but I would hope that I would. Your first question, though, you're right. Were they in there lit? Because that shit goes <laughs> Like, crazy. I'm imagining these niggas just jumping around. They're probably just like standing in front of the mic and shit. Like, nah, nigga. And the, what if it's not even the best song on that project? Like, <laughs> if it, if it, like no, it's funny because the um, the girl who sings the theme song for uh, Gurren Lagann, mm-hmm. I at the time I accidentally downloaded her whole album mm-hmm. instead of just like the theme song, and then like you know the songs that come up on shuffle, and I'm like, oh wait, these are pretty fire. Hold on, yeah. <laughs> so, so I ended up like listening to the whole album and. Yeah, it's tight. I don't know what she's talking about, but it's, it's, it goes. Because there's songs that are like, you know, in the same quality range or a couple that are even better than the song that I came there for. So I was like, huh. 
what if this isn't even <laughs> their full bag or bag of tricks? <laughs> yeah, this is just a uh, what do they say a B side? Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, what you watched this week, man? Um, what did I watch this week? I mean, I'll tell you what I didn't watch: Attack on Titan. And that's for damn sure. I, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm holding it because I was just getting furious every week, and I was like, all right. Um, I watched. Uh, I finished Tokyo Ghoul. Um, oh, sweet. And then I watched some more Akadama Drive. But like you saw season two and three. I only seen two seasons, and when I looked it up, they said it was only two seasons. I'm pretty sure Hulu has a third. Where are you watching it at? On Hulu. Did I dream that there's a third season? I remember you said that, and that's why I looked it up. No, I'm pretty sure there's a third. Did they take it down? That's so weird. I don't know. Anyway. Manda- Manda- wait, wait, wait. As soon as I... The video will hopefully end your confusion on Tokyo Ghoul. Just tell me if there's three seasons in that. Yeah, I'm like almost <laughs> positive there's three because I watched like three episodes of it, was confused, and kind of fell off. Uh, Why Tokyo Ghoul season three is fixing the series? That was in 2018. That sounds right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was still in school and kind of just fell off. Is yeah. that the? Is that what pisses off the people who read it? Is this season three? Yeah, and then I think there was something in season two that deviated from the manga. Because I felt like that <laughs> shit was over. So, uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they're coming back for. Yeah, season three really just kind of forced a way to bring shit back around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, yeah, two felt like it stopped at a good place. And then three started to feel like we're going to bring back this concept but with a different unit of, yeah, something weird is going on. But anyway, what are, I'm sure you kind of want to talk about that in length since you've got two seasons of yeah, no, I'm comment kind, on. kind of annoyed that I might want to go watch some more shit because I felt like it was over. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things, though, I really like the cussing in it. It makes it feel more adult. I don't feel like they did a lot, like little blank faces or the anime like Ugh. i mean they might have but something about the cussing and like the adult words they use made it feel more i won't say cinematic but just more like outside the genre or more serious or something because it feels like that's how people react yeah. to some of this stuff going on yeah yeah that's what it is it felt like and i feel like because i always kind of get annoyed when i see like these emotional gushy like I'm gonna change and I have to become strong. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> but something about like, you're being a bitch right now. <laughs> like, oh shit, he almost just sliced my head off. Like, something about it made the thing that I can't stand a little bit more palatable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that makes um, perfect sense. That was that Tokyo Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the ghouls, he said, they were like about to squabble or whatever. And it was like, they was finna come kill all them niggas. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I got to go see such and such one more time. You know, a girl that fine, you got to hit it one more time or something like that. And I'm like, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> real nigga shit. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Go ahead and tap that one more time. But then also, like, <laughs> I don't know. It just, It just made it. Like, I think that's the thing that makes TV believable. 
Because, like, yeah, yeah, I'm probably going to yeah, die, yeah. but I'm definitely going to get this last nut off. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, I'm starting. It's been a while since I watched it, but it's starting to come back to me, that whole scenario. Because he was with a human. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And he was like, yeah, no, I got to hit that one more time before we go to war. <laughs> yeah, all the all the little storylines in Tokyo Ghoul are really compelling and interesting for the world. Yeah. Shows like that where they don't force you to only pay attention to the main character are really good. I yeah, like it, how they handle his friend too. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of seen him and I kind of forgot who he was for a while because it wasn't like I'm watching out for him. You know, it was just like doesn't he admit at some point that he kind of knew what the fuck was going on? Yeah, like right when he was dying. He was like, nigga, I always knew. Yeah, okay. And he was yeah. like, yeah, I was trying to fucking save you, and here I am. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of like, damn, you know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> I don't know. I think the thing that I appreciated about it was just that, like, you know, they were friends in what, fucking high school? Yes. And then it was just like, they really didn't talk at all, but it's just like, you my nigga, so I'm going to hold you down. Like it's just right. like you have a affinity or reverence for somebody, and it's just like it. What's understood ain't got to be said, and so mm-hmm. I guess he kind of was just like, "Oh shit, yeah, I guess you are my nigga." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know. What else was interesting in there? Then wasn't there something more with the the owls? Like wasn't there like a second owl and? Yeah, I didn't really get that. It was like two owls and one person or some shit like that. But I thought maybe it was his kid. Ah, man, I'm too I'm too far removed from the show, but that sounds right. Because I was going to start like reading. I, I was actually thinking about reading this one, and I think I might now. Because um, I feel like I finished it. I don't care about this third season, honestly. I feel like if this is what pissed people off, I could see why. Mm-hmm. It, it felt finished. Yeah, I was a little confused about him having two owls. And yeah, I don't know. It just, I think they kind of like rushed the whole, like we're holding down the ghoul territory and we're all going to just come together. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel like I seen the meeting for that, but mm-hmm. I guess if they didn't do it and I picked up what the fuck was going on, it wasn't necessary. Yeah. So cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it overall. It sounds like, you yeah, know, um, I, I love that shit. It's pretty good. I, I actually saw on Facebook yesterday, somebody was holding up the DVD of the live action joint. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, I'm not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's got to be gruesome. I don't care how low the budget might have been. Yeah. I think the thing with like a lot of these live actions is they don't really have to be bad. Yeah, because this is a story that would work. <laughs> this, this should work. Yeah. Because uh, we've been watching um, Sweet Home on Netflix. Mm-hmm. There was a I think it's like a 10 episode season. And it kind of blends together some of the best things of Tokyo Ghoul, Parasite, and other stuff in that vein of like, hey, there was this outbreak, and some people are monsters, some aren't. They're, these are taking over people's bodies. The military don't know what to do. We're just going to start shooting people. Then we're going to hide in this abandoned place so that we don't have to deal with the military, blah, 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 blah. Somebody's double-crossing us. Like It kind of does all of that, but it's live action, and it's really gruesome. And it seemed like they had a big budget because uh, the <laughs> monsters, the monsters was looking like they was really in there, and like shit was popping out of the main character's shoulder, like he was turning into something. And I was like, "Wait, 
this is actually pretty fire. Like, <laughs> and the last episode ended on a cliffhanger, so I think there will be a season two. Uh, so yeah, if you like Parasite, Tokyo Ghoul, that kind of stuff, and you want a live action that doesn't suck, I think Sweet Home on Netflix is a good thing to check out. It was actually really good. Okay. Because I was wrapping up Ghost, but my girl was watching it closely, and but every time I look up, I'm just like, oh wait. Oh, hold on. Who died? Who's the monster? <laughs> Who's? I was like, what? This is getting crazy. And the monsters weren't like the same either. Like every single monster was something different. Like there wasn't like a, like a, what? A default zombie. Yeah, generic. Like, because there was, he was in an apartment building by himself and there was like a, a eyeball. Like the monster was just literally a big ass eyeball. And it was, <laughs> and it was like scaling up the side of the apartment trying to find him. And I was like, bro, if you don't stab him, you know his weak spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking eyeball. But uh, yeah, it was just a bunch of crazy monsters, and it just it definitely didn't seem cheap. I was like, "This is, yeah." And then conceptually, it reminded me of mm-hmm. shows we've talked about on here. So I'd love yeah. a Parasite live action show. I can I can see Sweet Home kind of sold me on. I was like, "Yo, if they put money into," but I can't even have get it looking the, crazy. <laughs> I can't even get through the trailer of the live action. As soon as that lady head split open, I turn that shit off. Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was to that level. Yeah, Sweet Home gets to that level of just shit just being nasty. <laughs> um, outside of that though, I um watched some more Akadama Drive. You watched it a little bit more too, right? Yeah, I started it. I think I'm on episode four. Um, on yeah, I can only speak so much to it, but yeah, because last week I the, basically gave the premise. So tell me what you think about it so far. I'm really enjoying the art style. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks really flashy. I like the. Uh, like Neo Tokyo thing going on. Pretty much any anime that's like a Neo Tokyo kind of thing, I'm sold because a lot of our favorite shows are, you know, based on feudal era stuff or mm-hmm. like it's old. So I do like when things are, you know, move towards the future. Uh, yeah, the art style is really good. I like the the color palette is good. Like it's like mm-hmm. a lot of red, a lot of purple. Yeah, it is. A lot of like neon stuff. It works that way. Um, character designs are good. I feel like everybody looks... Like they put some effort into it because I have shows where I straight up hate how like the the outfits look. Or I feel like they're lazy with the faces or character structure. Like, I mean, you got to do it. Red dreadlocks and uh, main character. She's got these kind of bright eyes and the short haircut and uh, the overalls or whatever she's wearing. And I feel like everybody just feels like unique in their own way. I like that. And then just from a story perspective, I like the whole criminals were forced to work together ragtag kind of uh guardians of the galaxy like we don't really fuck with each other but it's in our best interest to fuck with each other kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then i'm not super mad that this is another story of the reluctant main character kind of thing i don't even know what to call them but you know how we were talking about um the future diary and how the main character didn't really belong in this like yeah dog eat dog life or death kind of like mm-hmm. this girl, this girl don't belong in this situation, but I'm not mad at how she's handling it. No, she didn't handle it bad. I think I was just mad at how she got there. <laughs> I was like, bro, yeah, that was stupid. Like she literally <laughs> fell into it. Like, <laughs> like, like walked into herself it. into it. Like, uh, here's some money. Oh, well, I'll just, uh, no, nigga, just pay with the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not super far but i'm surprised nobody's caught on to the fact that she's really not an akudama like she's just a girl who just happened to be in the room like if you like, how, how are y'all master criminals and don't realize this is just a girl talking about oh i'm the plunderer or whatever her fake name was like swindler so, yeah the swindler 
I'm so sneaky that I they couldn't even put me in the system as a criminal. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm not going for that. And then you got dude with the pompadour haircut who <laughs> you're talking about my bounty is like five hundred million dollars on my head for doing some whatever. Oh like, yeah. No, it ain't. Like, yeah, come yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the jig is up, man. I do think it balanced it out that like two people was kind of fronting. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. Because then it doesn't make the show just like try to be too serious the whole time. Mm-hmm. It can kind of be funny, but at the same time, it ain't shit funny because their lives are still at stake. But it's like I don't belong here. So yeah. I think the whole reluctant uh, or out of place character thing actually works better in the show than it did in Future Diary with the flip phones. <laughs> yeah, this this actually works better. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I care for their like. I feel like the the Robo Cat being the person that's in charge is kind of blowing me. I'm like, why is it a Robo Cat? Who is he? Like, where's the, the dude behind the chair? Like, what's really going on? I'm sure it answers itself later, but I was like, why is it a robo-cat who just is just there? Like, what is going on? But I'm very entertained, though. I like it a lot. Um, there's something else that I really... The the dialogue is good. I feel like... Yeah, I feel like because the, what, the courier dude kept calling people shitheads. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just like... The dialogue is really good. It feels... Like you were saying with Tokyo Ghoul, this feels like how people would talk in these scenarios and it doesn't feel awkward and like just too silly like the writing is pretty good yeah i don't know and it's funny too because i wonder is it just a combination of like just more like for lack of a better word like a melting pot like oh y'all consuming this okay well let's put a little bit more effort into how we translate it and shit like that because you think about like Sailor Moon, and it's just like, uh, just make sure they understand what happened. You know? Mm, okay. Like, because I, I feel like I keep finding, like, relevant slang, and you, you pointed this out first. Um, or even just like... Uh, like when I was talking about My Hero mm-hmm. way back when? Yeah, but even even in uh, Tokyo Ghoul, where he's like, I need to hit that again. They scared to say, like, a girl that beautiful, I gotta make sure I see her. I would love to enjoy her company one yeah. last time. Or yeah, see her like, face people, like no, nah, like I'm yeah, trying to hit that talk shit. Like that. Like, yeah, yeah, nobody talk like that. Yeah, I don't care if it's a show for a younger audience or for um, more adult. Like I write write the words how people will talk. Like make it realistic. And I think I'm going to talk about it in a second. But I think that's what bothers me about Toradora is like they actually do kind of cuss here and there. Like they make sexual references. Like. Like, they do all this talking about ass and titties or whatever, and it's like, bro, could, the least you can do is, like, let these kids talk how kids talk. Like, if you're going to throw a sp- sprinkle in some cuss words and, like, sexual whatever, it's like, at least have conversational things sound conversational. Yeah. Don't be super fucking cheesy. Like, because uh, this, this girl and this dude are trapped into, like, a, what, not an attic, but a, uh, like, a shed. Mm-hmm. And this girl's first thought was to sing their high school, like, fight song to motivate them to get out of the closet. I'm like, no, no. Like, who's locked in a closet and is like, let's sing the fight song. That'll keep our spirits high to get out of here. No, nobody acts like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, cheer, cheer for Clay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> no, ain't nobody doing that. Like, no, that's not anyone's first reaction to being trapped. <laughs> to sing some shit, especially not that. You gonna pass out <laughs> running out of breath? We wouldn't even sing it after we lost games. <laughs> <laughs> you only sing it when you win. <laughs> Facts. Oh man, that's funny. But uh, you said you're like an episode or two away from finishing or being caught up. I think so. If I didn't. F- yeah, I think I'm like one episode away from finishing it. Does it feel like they're going to conclude or does it feel like they could do more? Conclude like one season? Yeah. Or do you feel like it's going to wrap up whatever? No, it's not going to wrap up. I can tell you that. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I want to see more. I like it. Oh, uh, another point. The hand to hand combat that I've seen was really dope. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh they were yeah, that, they were fighting in that hotel room. Like, oh yeah, no, nah, that shit was lit. And like, there's all kind of lights and colors, and the floor is like, bro, that was like feet. so much attention to detail for no yeah, reason. That was really <laughs> cool. Like the like the lights were the shadows and the highlights were reflecting off their faces one way. Like glass was breaking. Like the music is intense. The room is red. Like there's like. LED fish swimming on the ground under them and they're doing hand-to-hand combat. I'm like, this is but really cool. Deeper than that, like the water, the LED water was shivering. With each yeah, the step. waves. And I'm yeah, like, bro, yeah. like why? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? I bet somebody wanted to kill themselves like making that shit. I'm like, this is insane. Like, Yeah, that couldn't have been easy at all. <laughs> for a 45 second part of the fight. Like, and yeah, I appreciated it. Easy at all. Mm-hmm. Like the whole room, that whole room. You know what? I don't know if there's many more fights like that, and I can see why, but it definitely caught my attention early in the show. Yeah, the side of a hotel building <laughs> blew open. You got this three on three brawl in this like luxury suite with the, and she accidentally put the mood light on. And then <laughs> there's all this like red light, strobe light going on. And yeah, that was really, really cool. Especially like to stem from an accident. They could have just been fighting in that hotel room and it would have been whatever. Anytime I, I see something like that, I think about when uh, Apex Legends season is seven, right? It's seven currently. Yeah. And he was like, man, this was such a flex. That's what I think. Anytime I see like some really like well executed like animation or some shit that's like completely unnecessary, but it's hard. I'm like, yeah, that was a flex. Like niggas yeah. was like, <laughs> yeah, man. They didn't, yeah, they didn't have to go that far. That shit was really cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the like Neo Tokyo and like progressive, not progressive, but like futuristic shows work well because you can do a lot more with like what's going on around. Like, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be realistic to set up a scene like that in that, or it would be you know a little more difficult to set it up in another era. Yeah, you'd have to like probably have like fireworks going off and like. A show with magic to really get off these purples and reds and in the in the way they did it in just yeah not uh, future in just the hotel room so yeah I like it a lot though it's nice to have a new show that's not <laughs> thirty episodes deep or I'm waiting for one at a time I can at least knock out twelve of these yeah uh, anything else we need to get to yeah I actually watched a, a movie yesterday called fireworks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got a lot of notice from like top ten anime, anime movies on Netflix, the top five, whatever new. So I was like, all right, I've seen fireworks in a lot of the lists from people, so let me check it out. But yeah, I actually, I actually enjoyed it. It was pretty cute, but not like Totoro type of cute, where nothing was going on and it was just nice to look at. 
Like, I think it was a cute love story that uh, did more for me than, like, Toradora is doing. I feel like Fireworks conversationally makes more sense. There was... I don't know. I just I just cared more about everybody in the world, even though it started off not too dramatic. But basically, there's a they're, they're I think they're in eighth grade and there's about to be a fireworks festival. And this kid is like debating on like asking his crush to go. But it turns out she ends up asking his best friend to go to the fireworks festival. And he's kind of shitty. Damn. Well, w- one of his close friends, like he's he hangs out with a group of like five dudes. And his homie is like, oh, you know what? She's kind of cute. I always liked her. He's like, uh, okay. <laughs> he's, like, I, he's like, yeah, I bet you have. And he's really shitty. And yeah, so they end up like, they kind of set it up in a way where the three of them are at the pool. It's, it's the two dudes and that girl at the pool. And she's like, whoever wins the swim competition gets whatever. So they, they swim and then... His friend beats him, and then I guess she asked him to go to the uh, the fireworks festival, and bro is just sitting in the pool, sad as hell. Damn. And, yeah, so at some point, he, you know, he's moping around. He's shitty, and his friend don't even like the girl like that. So he ends up kind of standing her up and not even meeting her where he's supposed to meet her to go. So that is, yeah, so everyone's shitty for no reason. <laughs> and it's just it's like, dang, bro, why did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> then it's also on her. It's like, why did you ask him if you only asked him because he won the damn race? Like, that was stupid. And then, so where the, the movie really takes a turn that I did not expect is uh, he ends up bumping into the girl somewhere else. And she has this, like, marble that looks like it has, like, a, a castle inside it. Like, it's just really fancy marble. He's like, where did you get that? And she's like, oh, I found it on the beach. And he's like, what is it? She's like, I don't know. And she like drops it or something. He has it, and then his friend is flexing that he that she asked him to the the fireworks festival. He when he want to go with her, he's like, you know what? Shut the hell up! Like, and he gets really mad and throws that fancy marble, and it shatters. And then whatever that marble is takes him back to the day they were swimming, and then he wins the race. And then it shows him a reality of like what would happen from that point on if he won the race and she asked him to go. Mm-hmm. And so you get to see like him fuck up and then it gets really dramatic because uh, I guess her story arc is that she wants to run away from home. And that's why she's like such a cool girl. She don't really be like fuck with nobody, but she's not that girl who hates her home life and is like mean to everybody. She just minds her own business and kind of stays off and like, yeah, dudes kind of like her. They don't really know her like that. But she yeah. So he um, she wants to run away from home and he likes her just because of her character and then his friend knows she's cute but just wants to like get at her because she because he's able to yeah he don't even want her like that so there's that you know that kind of back and forth is really interesting and uh yeah but the, the show the movie really does what it's trying to do when it has the time travel aspect brought in and and i, I don't know if i'm saying the phrase right but you know is it like time is a flat circle is that what they say there's, there's something there's some something about how like different paths in time will like still lead to the same mm. result. And I think that's okay. what the movie's about because the road that happens when she asks his friend to the fireworks festival and then the road that goes down when he goes back in time and he gets asked to the fireworks show leads back into the same result. And I think that's what makes the movie kind of interesting is like it, 
brings itself back in there. Then there's like a third timeline that exists. And yeah, so I'll leave it at that if anybody wants to check it out. But yeah, there's like multiple timelines that center around this festival and him trying to talk to his crush. And uh, her personal storyline is that she wants to run away from home. And each timeline has a situation where she's either successful, unsuccessful or whatever. So, yeah. So it deals with her not trying to be there. Him ended up falling for her and getting a chance to talk to her. And yeah, uh, it was it was really cute. Animation's good. They mixed, you know, 2D and 3D styles in there. Music was pretty good, too. And the conversations feel good. Hmm. I might watch that. Um, damn. I'm Now I'm thinking about teenagers and middle school kids running away from home. See, I thought they were in high school, but then the little, like the, what? The description said middle schooler and then his name, whatever. I was like, oh, okay. You know, they love I, some kids doing some adult shit. Yeah, because they kind of, so like they <laughs> teach. Yeah, so this is where I want to talk about that, like the age thing. Because they're kind of like talking about their teacher's titties and this and that. And like this dude like is making fun of his teacher in class to her face. I was like, are these younger kids is he just a high school misfit kind of thing like what is because he like gets up on the desk and like starts playing with his titties like in front of her i was like what is like i was like how old are these like what is going on and then they're yeah i mean there's a lot of boyish things like boys you know do dumb shit like that i guess but i just was confused on how mature the dudes were Mm -hmm. but then i was like oh they're in middle school all right yeah because it kind of made sense of the whole like them professing their love for these girls and just being corny about it. I was like, okay. Yeah, Yeah, because I was trying to say, like, I definitely was looking at teachers in middle school like, "Mm, Miss such and such could catch. Yeah, it it adds up. I was like, they don't know what they're doing. They're just talking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What else? Or something? Yeah, I thought it was fried. Wait a minute. Wait a a fucking minute. (laughs) What, What happened? I matched with somebody, right, on one of these mm-hmm. apps a while ago, and it's coming back mm-hmm. to me now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the chick was telling me, because, you know, I do, like, the, like voice chats and, like, the calls on there. And I swear mm-hmm. this chick was telling me, a, I swear she kind of, like, had a semi-inappropriate relationship with one of them students that was, like, late middle school, early high school, but he was, like, really big. Mm-hmm. Something about our crush, and it was supposed to be like super low key, and I don't know. Like she was trying to keep it platonic, but he was kept trying to do whatever. And it was friends on Snapchat. It was weird. Oh yeah, I remember listening. Yeah. Like, why was he your Snapchat friend though? <laughs> like, I thought yeah, that was nah. illegal. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's, you shouldn't do it. <laughs> I can at least, even if it's I, I not illegal. Least, yeah, it's like yeah. That's a no go. So you finna help him with his homework on there? Or? <laughs> like, God, I don't remember. Now. I mean, I wouldn't name drop or no way, but yeah, yeah I just yeah, remember yeah. I was just like, hmm. uh-uh. but uh, yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> that just popped in my head. Oh, you, you, you're good. There was now this movie wasn't. What was the other one? Garden of Words. That's what that was about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, if y'all want to see something about a questionable relationship with a teacher student, it's not fireworks. You want to see Garden of Words. <laughs> that's that's the one. Uh we reviewed that weeks ago, so I will <laughs> get into it, but Yeah. Uh yeah, Fireworks is actually good. I enjoyed it. I feel like I've been hit or miss with my movie selection, but this one wasn't bad at all. 
Yeah, you should. Uh, next time we do a movie, I'll be willing to rewatch something I watched. It's like a series of short anime movies. Mm. So I, and I think all together it's like an hour. Ooh, I would like something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would like that. So we should do that next week. Um, that's pretty much all I got for anime. Other, yeah. Otherwise, I watched a little more of Toradora. It's it's become my background noise show because mm-hmm. I I don't really care for it, but I. I'm willing to see how it ends since people seem to like it generally. Um, yeah, it's it's just building the relationships between the students. And I think the main characters are going to end up with each other because the main girl, Taiga, she gets more and more jealous as Ryuji does anything for himself, which is really pissing me off. Like, <laughs> I think that's what bothers me about the show is this. Ryuji deserves better in general, like not even just like with love interest. He needs to just like get out of there. Like his mom is just drunk and useless, <laughs> and just laying around like and then Taiga's just talking shit to him. But then like clearly she has a crush on him, but don't understand it. It's just like everywhere he goes, is somebody just being ridiculous. Like I'm just like, what are you what, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like you got to tell somebody to cut it out, like have some. I don't know. He don't got any useful friends on any side. Like he's just surrounded by girls with like their own motives and whatever. And then he's getting close to his actual crush, but still don't know what he's doing with it. Like the Tiger is still talking about you're my dog and you need to do what I say and all this kind of. I'm just like you. Don't, uh, yeah, I just feel. I think I just feel bad for Yuji, and I hope he kind of mans up as this shit goes on. So yeah, we'll we'll see. But yeah, that's my only other thoughts from that one. We can get into games. All right, yeah, man. Uh, it's been a really, really flat week for me. I haven't played anything, partially mm-hmm. because I don't have internet. Uh, but I, I got my shit going. I was like, oh wait, I could definitely play Mortal Kombat. It, it like didn't occur to me until today. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, moving and getting new internet and shit like that. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, nah, nothing for me. Uh, what about you? Hey, we gotta let the people know though. We caught a dub on Apex together. Oh, we sure but... as hell did. Damn, this week is long as fuck. Okay. Right. Okay, so that was before I, I, that I actually moved my shit then. Yeah, that shit was lit. Yeah, so the two of us were playing uh PS4 and then uh, another good friend of ours from home, uh he was on PC trying to learn which letters to, <laughs> <laughs> to use and which which uh, mouse click to pull up the map and all kind of. So with him fumbling and us not being able to help, it was really dope that we snuck in a win there. That was really fun. Especially us being like the hometown crew. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I don't feel like we all kicked it in like a super minute either. So that was like no. really cool. Yeah. Uh, so on the Apex tip, uh, next week, season eight starts, I think, February 2nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me look at the calendar. Oh, sorry. Two weeks from now, February 2nd, uh, season eight drops. I saw the trailer. I don't know if you saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pull it up, they're def- Yeah, they're definitely introducing a new character. I think his name is Mayhem. Hmm. And it looked like when he he threw like a grenade, like a, a round grenade kind of thing, and he shot it, and then it exploded into like smaller, uh, whatever like explosives. So I think he has kind of like a, a gadgetry gimmick to him. Uh, so we'll see how that kind of plays with tactical stuff. I'm sure they have more details somewhere, but based off the video, I think he'll be a offensive kind of guy because he's got all these explosives. And 
also based on the video, I'm wondering if they're going to add a new section to the map because in the video, a whole bunch of stuff was blowing up and they were fighting this crater. And I was like, all right, maybe they're going to add a new section. I wouldn't imagine a whole map. Yeah. But maybe just a, a piece of it will be changed. So I'm looking forward to that. And I think this season, I want to try to do some of these like side quests because I remember you and me were looking through the menus and uh, with our friend too, like. Where do you use these treasure packs? Where do you use these other... How do you get this the red crafting metal? And yeah. So, yeah, I, I want to try to actually understand the smaller parts of the game next season and see how that helps me unlock stuff and all that. So, hmm. Bro, so I'm looking at the trailer, and I thought he mm. had that... Uh, not auto mail. What's that shit from Attack on Titan? Oh, the uh, yeah, the three D the, the gear or whatever. Yeah, because he's got like someone is back and all these bombs on his side. But I thought he had like the shit. I'm like, oh no. But I actually would like to see that in the game. Oh damn, you haven't been watching. I almost spoiled a bunch of shit. Oh, you you okay? Um, but yeah, yeah. I think Mayhem will be a cool character. Um, I think I'm ready to learn another offensive character. Because I'm learning how to use Bangalore more for offense. Mm -hmm. And I think that was pretty tight how we won that game where I threw smoke out on that team and they were lost. And then uh, the bank, uh, our friend was using uh, Bloodhound and just ran through the smoke and could still see and oh, yeah. started, started wiping everybody out. So, yeah, I want to see who combos well with Mayhem. Yeah, no, I've been uh, I've been looking to play more with uh, Mirage. Mm -hmm. But I, I think I do like the more offensive players. Um, Caustic is really like the only one for me right now. I started off with Lifeline, and that was cool. But I think mm -hmm. that was because I kept dying. So I was like, this is <laughs> keeping me in the game. Yeah, I felt like the right person to have you. Yeah, because I started with Gibraltar. I was like, I got a shield, and I got a dome shield. I need to stay alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I think I'm actually I want to play because I've seen this video. Uh, this dude was doing like straight damage uh, with the havoc. No, it's, it's tough. Like yeah, if, you put the, if you put the turbocharger on that thing, and I think you can put a stabilizer because I think the havoc has two attachments. Mm -hmm. And if you have both on there, yeah, you'll rip somebody to shreds for real. Yeah, no, so I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try this, and I feel like with uh, what's this havoc? Yeah, havoc, like. Mm -hmm. The Mavic, wait, I'm very confused. Caustic, yeah, have... Caustic. Okay, okay. I feel yeah. like with with Caustic, uh, just how I play. Yeah, like, enclosed areas. Like that, so yeah, mm -hmm. I think it did. Yeah, rip somebody up close. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, I haven't really, like you're saying, I haven't really played too much. Uh, I actually bought an ac adapter for my switch because i left my original one at a friend's place whatever so mine came back in so i've been trying to find a way to hop back on the switch and actually play something uh so i took a stab at a uh, this battle royale game called Spellbreak, mm -hmm. and i pretty much just did the tutorial just to get a feel for it and it's more or less like the apex fortnite situation of you know sur <laughs> survive shoot people whatever but it's with spells and magic, not guns. Gotcha. And so I feel like I could enjoy it if I get like a dedicated group to play with. I don't really see myself just running solos and shooting fire blasts at people <laughs> right now. I don't. It doesn't really 
seem like it could be that fun alone. So I'll see if I end up getting convincing people to hop on there or finding people that already play. But it the graphics are good. The controls didn't feel bad. It's, you know, I don't need too many Battle Royale, especially because I love Apex as it is. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I have two things besides stuff I played. I actually saw a PS5 in the wild yesterday for the first time. Oh yeah, how was that? Did you get to hop on? That was that was weird. No, I was uh, I was at Walmart. Oh, okay, um, got you. So they they had that joint in a glass case with like a white light under it, just looking <laughs> mystical. Yeah. Because uh, I, I walked by it and I was like, wait, 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 <laughs> that's actually the system. Because they have controllers for stock, but <clears throat> excuse me, they didn't have systems for a while. So I've also just never. It still just doesn't feel real to me that it's there. So, uh, yeah, overall, I just was like, dang, it's like the size of my chest. Like my whole, <laughs> it's, it's the size of my torso, I think. Like I'm I'm like five, seven. Like and so for it to be like my whole midsection, I was like, oh, shoot, <clears throat> that thing is hefty. It's like two of my laptop. I got, I got a pretty big laptop, I think. And it's mm-hmm. like two of them. It's like it's like that thick and that tall. Like if, it, if I were to stand it up, like it's it's a it's a hefty thing. So I think when I get it. If I have enough space, I feel like I'd rather have it sit on its side. Like, I feel like vertical, it just looks intimidating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that thing is huge. <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, it's actually, it's real. <laughs> and then beyond that, I found an article uh, about Xbox that I thought was just really interesting, just considering, like, the year we're in and everything going on in the world. Just money is a big issue for everybody. So I thought that. Okay. This was interesting. So I guess two days ago, Xbox Live announced that they were going to charge more. <clears throat> it was going to be like $60 for six months instead of what it is now of like 60 for like a year. And everybody was shitty, obviously. Yeah. Because that's dumb expensive and like nobody has more money right now. And <laughs> yeah. like, the average gamer is just, you know, like we're just regular people. Like we're, we're not like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. And that's like the yeah, difference so, uh, between a year subscription or another game. Like, do they get free games too? So I know they're split down two ways of Xbox Live Gold, and then there's like Xbox Game Pass, and there's different free stuff with each. But Live is the one that allows you to hop online and whatever. And then they do have a couple games that are free, but that, that that price hike out of the blue was just like, what? Yeah. And so, yeah, today, like I woke up this morning. And this article by Nicole Carpenter from Polygon, uh, Xbox Live Gold price hike reversed service to no longer be required for free to play games. And then the subhead was after outcry, Microsoft reverses course and goes a step further. Uh, Less than a day after announcing a price increase for Xbox Live Gold subscriptions on Friday morning, Microsoft reversed course following widespread condemnation of the decision by customers and the media throughout the day. In an update to its Xbox Wire announcement posted at 11.52 p.m., under 15 hours after the article was originally posted, Microsoft acknowledged that it, quote, messed up today and, quote, failed to meet expectations of the players. <laughs> so, <laughs> so literally people just tweeted that they were shitty for like 12 hours. And then Microsoft was like, you know what? My bad. What day was it? What day? Yesterday. Okay, because I was like, I wonder if this happened around the inauguration. And it was like, all right, Twitter will pipe down. 
That's when they should have released that shit. (laughs) While nobody's looking. Yeah, we're going to just. Yeah, so yesterday they said y'all going to pay more than today. Like, literally today they're like, my bad. (laughs) So, yeah. I I think that's wild. I'm I'm not an Xbox kid. I know I got a lot of friends that play it, so I'm interested to see what y'all have to say about what you think might happen down the road if something ends up being more expensive or they change what's allowed on here and yeah yeah I just thought that was wild but I'm glad they turned around like don't nah there's I think this is a I think sixty is fair for like the full Xbox Live and what PlayStation offers like that's anything beyond that right now just. It just don't make sense, especially because it does make sense, and I feel like you stand to make more money by just keeping shit the same. And like, I'm gonna buy more games. I'm gonna do more. I'm gonna yeah. be on here more. Because if not, like, don't get it twisted. Niggas will always just default to like one player games and keep mm-hmm. it pushing. Like, you do what you got to sometimes. Yeah. So. I don't know if I've ever seen a faster turnaround on something like that, though. <laughs> I, it's, it's literally been a day. like, Because <laughs> yesterday people were memeing and angry and making fun of the situation and haha, look at Xbox. And then, yeah, I woke up to them realizing they fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I was looking around and I was thinking about this the <clears throat> other day. I was like, man, it would be a great time to buy a PS4. I'm glad I didn't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're, I mean... I'd probably save like 150 bucks. Yeah, so it looks like they have a tier system. Like $9.99 for one month, $24.99 for three months, $39.99 for six months. And that's they're going to keep it that way. Hmm. Yeah, so they were going to change their six-month one to $60. Damn. Oh, so I think the other one was going to be... Yeah, it would have been $120 for a year of Xbox Live Gold. They would have lost so many people. That's really stupid. Especially <laughs> now, weird. like that's because really a lot stupid. of people don't even have you know systems yet. You know. Yeah, like imagine <laughs> like, like finally getting enough money for this Xbox, and then it's like, damn, just to hop online, I gotta pay one. T- that's half the cost of this box I just got. Like, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, they, they fucked up. Especially when and, you know, PlayStation is over here giving away games left and right. Left and right. Oh, man. Because, yeah, you get yeah, that that's... PS5, you get, like, hella shit. You get, like, 10 games, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's madness. <laughs> that's madness. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's my last little bit for gaming, though. I thought that was super relevant and interesting, and I want to see how this kind of plays forward, especially on our side. Yeah. I bet if, if I was Sony, I would do something dope for the players give us something else free just to like <laughs> i don't know something this is the perfect time to hop on them fucking up yeah like an experimental free game or something like that something or like a choice of new yeah some 10 bucks to the playstation store just just to say thank you to the loyal fa- like it's just something something cheesy like that yeah. i would totally do it um yeah man you brought the the economic situation up and i was like damn I definitely wanted to start this podcast, and I feel like I always say really good shit at the end, but I will say this one next week uh, at the beginning. Um, so, like, we don't, you know, for, like, a lot of reasons, we don't really, like, speak on a whole lot of other podcasts, but uh, I've been listening to uh, Earn Your Leisure, it's a financial podcast, and I think, for me, like, I've benefited from uh, cryptocurrency mm-hmm. and uh, other things, and I've just watched trading and uh this podcast is really just like all about like financial literacy and stuff and uh mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> I was having this thought. I'm like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of millionaires born out of like 2020. Like, oh, yeah. 2020 is like launching a lot of shit. And I've definitely on here, but in private as well, spoke very adamantly about like, don't let these niggas hype you up. Um, keep your job. Like, if you don't mind punching somebody else's clock, do it because every hour you work, you're going to get paid. And there's millions of ways to make the money that you're guaranteed to earn work for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've always known that. But now I'm seeing like people explain how to do it and people explain tax avoidance outside of like me just knowing it from this conference I went to one time. Like niggas is doing the work and it's a lot mm-hmm. of it on there. And uh, I'm just not no whole ass nigga. And I'm not big on holding information, especially as valuable as I feel that is. So mm-hmm. if you listen to this, uh, yeah, tap into that. And uh, episodes are really pretty short too. So um, while yeah. I love that y'all listen to us and I appreciate that we can entertain y'all, uh, I would love to help y'all uh, be more aggressive with how your money uh, is working for you. Yeah, I've been meaning to listen to it myself. I know there's a lot I can learn. I feel like financial literacy, I understand the importance, but it's like very low on my... Uh, you know, list of understanding of things. I want to learn more. And they, for sure, so. they just did an episode with Mark Cuban and he was just saying like at 27, he had no money. Mm-hmm. Like, think about that shit. Like That's, he was our wow. age broke. Like living in an apartment with six niggas and a oh, car no. that gave out on them. So then he was driving with his homies and he seen a car pulled over on the road. He's like, hey, pull over. Goes in the car, he sees all the bills and shit. He's like, oh, they abandoned this car because they couldn't afford it. So he calls the bank and was like, hey, let me take over this because his credit was so shitty. He's like, mm. but if I keep paying the payments, can I can I get the car? They say, yeah. So they change the payment over. Hmm. But, you know, he's like just scraping by, you know, at 27. That's actually insane. Because, yeah, it's. With a degree. It's, at that time. It's a lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he went to IU. So, Oh, that's right. Yeah. So you think he should be able to walk into something? <laughs> yeah. And back you in know, the, maybe the he 80s? didn't know how to use it or whatever. But wow, that's crazy. Yeah, because it's times now where I feel concerned for you know whatever my trajectory might be or my money management skills, la di da. But it's really, I mean, just from what you're saying, that it's inspiring that like you can figure out something. There's a way, like keep learning keep pushing yeah so bro like and i know cryptocurrency like you can feel about it how you want but like and 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 people use the word bubble but i'm like there's always gonna be a fucking bubble my nigga like there's a Mm dot-com bubble the internet didn't fucking go nowhere Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you know what i mean and so it's like yeah bubbles pop but that that's good i want there to be another bubble i don't think it's ever gonna do what it did not to say it won't run up because that's what bitcoin does or whatever the fuck but no like bubbles are great if you're smart and you're following trends it's great um Mm -hmm. and i say for me like you know i was looking over it today because i have a decent amount of my portfolio and i've made like five times my investment and i know i've spent i mean i just keep it i'm like right around like five thousand when i spent less than that and I was pretty conservative mm. and scared with how I spent money. Like, I've never spent over $200 at one time. A lot of my purchases mm. were like 60 30 
forty dollars. Um, I watch a shit ton of YouTube videos. I understand that these people don't know exactly what they're talking about, but they're helping me get a better understanding. Um, and I feel like I can trade stocks now because I did cryptocurrency because it's basically an accelerated stock market that's very volatile. Like, you want to make fifteen percent on an investment for years. Meanwhile, this shit is doing like 30% in two to three months, two mm. or three times a year. So I was like, oh, so if all I'm hoping to get is 15%, I need to be taking this money. Is it like if, if, if the benchmark is 15%, I need to be taking it. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, but you don't, you can't do what you don't know. And uh, I feel like they talk to a lot of high level people. They're not talking to, their cousins who do it. They're, yeah. Like, they're fucking talking to Mark Cuban. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and granted, it's been getting more popularity, but I don't know, man. I I would feel real shitty to come on here and pop shit about anime and music every week. And I feel like I'm about to run some shit up. And it's not even, like, something I'm paying for. <laughs> it's literally just some free shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So... No, I definitely appreciate it. So, yeah, hopefully Earn Your Leisure can help some people along the way. Yeah. But uh, outside of that, I don't know if you wanted to get into uh, some of these other topics or if you wanted to just wrap it. I got a couple of things I thought were pretty interesting. So we could do okay. whatever. Uh, for me, yeah, I would definitely like to talk to or talk about uh, One Night in Miami. Um, oh, Damn, I don't, I don't I know if you. I didn't see it yet. I, I meant to do watch I, it. Do I, do, do I sound okay to you? Yeah, you sound good to me. Here. Okay, no, I didn't know if what's going on in the background you can hear because I can hear stuff on my headphones. But like an earthquake? Uh, <laughs> no, okay, because like I thought that. I was hearing an earthquake. I was like, uh, I hope we're not hearing the same shit. No, just life. Yeah, <laughs> life being lifey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, uh, I saw one night in Miami a couple of days ago. Really enjoyed it. I thought it'd be worth talking about because, like, yeah, this is adjacent to our. Our brand, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's I don't know. It seems like the line of like a, a Boondocks episode or something, like <laughs> uh, Muhammad Ali, Sam Cooke, uh, Malcolm X, and uh, who was the fourth person with them? Oh God, I don't know. They're all just in a in a hotel room popping shit and talking about the future of America, and uh, they just all happen to be in Miami one day. And I'm like, this is uh, so f- is it very theatrical? Like one room, one. No, like there's, oh, okay. it ex- it explains how they all get to this one place, and how they all end up in Miami, and then it's just them like in that hotel room and. But I'm saying, is like, it station chunk down of the, the street and, in the hotel or no? Yes. Okay. I'm in 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 and around it. Like they no, they go yeah, to grab some food. Yeah, but they, I, I, I've been liking shows like movies like this. I wonder if yeah, it's really it dope. It, it just felt like a oh. It, uh, Jim Brown was the fourth person. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of it starts off with Muhammad Ali fighting in uh, in the UK. He's just talking shit, like <laughs> fighting this dude that he like, you know, thinks less of. He's like, man, I'm gonna bust his ass. And then his trainers are like, can you end the fight already? He's like, man, I'm having fun. Like he's toying with this dude, but he ends up losing because he's playing around too much. Oh and, shit. Oh no, he, no he. He he gets knocked on his ass, but he ends up winning by like you know his score or whatever, 
And they're like, bro, that fight should have been over. Like, why are you playing around? And he's like, eh, you know, whatever. And then Sam Cooke was getting booed off stage at this, like, uh, he was at the, he was at some place he really couldn't wait to perform at. Like, but he was getting booed. Like, the white people was not fucking with him. And he purposely performed a song that white people, like, loved and knew. And, like, this lady in the crowd is like, hey, I, I like this better when this person sang it. Like, you know, this is a load of barnacles. Like, it's no, like, shit. Like, she was not fucking with it. Like, he's he's angry as hell. Like, you know, he's like, man, fuck. Like, I'm nice. Like, <laughs> they, yeah. they should they should be so, you know, whatever. Uh, Sam Cooke, his intro, then uh, Ali in that fight. And it, it just, like, gives him a sprinkle of who eats, like, Jim Brown, like, was running up some shit like you know he's the nfl's biggest running back at the time whatever and then yeah malcolm x got done doing a very very hot interview that had everybody just like on the edge of their seats kind of so like everything was like leading up to them just happening to be in miami like because two of them already knew each other so oh yeah uh malcolm x knew muhammad ali which makes sense so he was already he was already at the fight supporting him mm-hmm. and then sam cook was going to do a show in miami so it all kind of just like yeah they're gonna be in the same place they know of each other so it's they're gonna you know so yeah they ended up sharing this hotel room and they're just in there talking shit and uh it's so it's just so fried like it just felt like a boondocks episode not in a bad way of <laughs> but like, no, I'm, I'm, like it's like why would these niggas be in the same room but then it's like okay i see why they would be in the same room they all respect each other whatever whatever and so yeah it was a lot of like Meetings of the mind, like Malcolm's, like you know, talking about his beliefs, and then Sam's, like, bro, what have you done for anybody, like compared <laughs> to what we do? Like, we have talent. Like, what do you do? Like, it was just like they like we're talking shit, like having discussion that was important, but also just like you got Jim Brown's, like, hey, this is cool and all, but I'm trying to get some pussy. Let's go party. Like, it's yeah, like, it was just all kind of like real, real, just down to earth, like. Like the movie was compelling without like them running from their running for their lives and the KKK beating down their door. Like it was just like them having real conversation, them showing off their talents, them figuring out what to do with the rest of their lives, them talking about the future of America. And those conversations felt so relevant because I'm like, whoa, a lot of shit is shifting now. Obviously, shit was shifting for them. They're exhausted they're trying to figure out what to do next and all this kind of stuff. And they're motivating each other and talking shit. And like, it's just I don't yeah. know, this, the four of them being in that room and the mindsets they all had, like Jim's like, man, my knees are about to give out. I don't even want to play football no more. Like Malcolm's trying to plot this next like interview and can't wait to tell the world that Muhammad Ali's about to be a Muslim. And, Sam Cooke's talking shit about like, man, you only want him to be a Muslim to, for like exposure. You he don't even really care. Like, like it's just all kind of yeah. I thought it was really beautiful, and it didn't shove a bunch of negativity and trauma down my throat. Like it wasn't like, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they they weren't running for their lives, and people weren't getting hogtied and all. It, it was just like it wasn't doing all that trauma porn stuff, mm-hmm. but it was still compelling and funny and motivational. So I was like, yeah, this is really nice. Hmm. Yeah, so I really enjoyed it. I think it's on Amazon movies. Mm-hmm. It's actually in theaters too. So this and oh, American okay. Skin are both in theaters because <clears throat> I said I was gonna see American Skin in theaters, and I don't really mm-hmm. feel like it's gonna be that good. Mm-hmm. It could be, but I just feel like the way it was 
marketed, it's not mm. gonna be what I want it to be. Yeah, no, this was actually a really, really solid movie. I yeah. But uh yeah, so I'm uh I'm trying to decide if I wanna see this in theaters too. <laughs> Even I though would, I, I can't literally just watch it right now. <laughs> I would pay my thirteen bucks. I, yeah, yeah. I'm very, know. I'm very particular about what I'm willing to go sit down in the theater and see. Or like, I know there's stuff that like I will only see in theaters. Like, I'm not trying to watch Jurassic Park on the couch necessarily. Like, if it's my first thing, like, yeah, this thing will be a great film necessarily. But I need to see these dinosaurs. I need to feel the dinosaurs yelling, mm-hmm. and screaming, like in that seat, and eat popcorn. Like, I'm so not you, gonna be as excited on the couch. You bring up something, but then like. Mm-hmm. That I was thinking about, because my dad would always get like the speakers, so like our house would shake when we watch movies. Like, That's how it should be. Like you, I remember yeah, my dad if you can recreate that experience. That counts. Literally poured a cup of water and set it like near the speakers and wanted to see if it'll rumble. And like I remember, me and my brothers was like, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we thought that was like it, right? And so um, I was thinking about getting a sound bar, but I'm like. Huh, like everybody's going crazy about the sound bar, but I'm like, I want my shit to shake. Like I never thought that that's something that I wanted until like it's time to like put money down. I'm like, no, my shit need to. Now I got a fucking two bedroom apartment. Niggas above me and below me. I can't be. You need to feel that shit. <laughs> Movies 14 <laughs> in this bitch. <laughs> like, Dude, the subwoofer and three speakers combo is necessary if you're trying to really feel that shit. Like, I, I remember them days. We definitely had that set up in the basement before. Yeah, but I was wondering, I was like, is the sound bar phasing that out for people or is that just some shit you do when you get a crib? I feel like it's it's a good it's a decent alternative, but I for me if I get one I have to have the subwoofer with it. I can't I can't fold. Mm-hmm. Like sound bars are cool, but nah, you gotta have the big blocky joint. Yeah, it, it changes. <laughs> you, you have to have the whole setup. <laughs> oh man, um, the, well, the you, drama is times three. <laughs> were you were you done with that movie? Yeah, I, I don't want to. Because I could just keep talking about moments that were cool, but nah, like it's it's really dope. Okay, so I read this article, um, and it said O.J. Simpson killed soap operas. Huh. <clears throat> or maybe I re- watched something and it mentioned that I was like, wait a minute, what? So basically, <laughs> yeah, what happened was headline. it went into the whole history of soap operas, which you know, daytime TV to sell soap, and then there was all of these soap operas. They used to go on back in the day. And I do feel like there was like hell of them when we were younger. But I guess the thing mm. was they were doing daytime. And because the trial was so interesting, niggas wasn't mm. watching it. And so they're like, hey, we're losing money because we can't move these ads. Mm. But we do production every day. And they were shooting on film, too. So that shit was probably extra expensive. Yeah. And so, yeah, a lot of them never recovered because of that because it was such a long trial and oh wow yeah huh. like hemorrhage the whole shit and so now there's only four which i feel like there Damn. only needs to be four to be honest that makes sense because of like who was because you take the world of you know sports fans i'm glued like just every just everyone yeah glued. Like, celebrity you know, how, yeah. niggas yeah being how messy not and, be glued yeah like, because mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever watched the People vs. OJ. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I watched that. I like, bet very, that yeah. shit was interesting. Mm-hmm. And it was moving slower and, oh, white America wanting to see this black man just go to jail. Ugh. 
Yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine actually being like at least like anywhere from the ages of like twelve to to seventeen or whatever. Twelve, twelve and up. Like being twelve and up at that time, I yeah, that shit would have blown my mind. Like, oh my gosh. So yeah, no, uh, that was something. I so what the fuck else is there to talk about at school? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's really interesting though. Hmm. Yeah, well, what nobody watching soap it. Yep. Hmm. So. Um, what else? So, I think this is the last thing I got for today. So, there's this YouTuber, and this is something I thought about a lot about like going to Africa with like cameras and shit, mm-hmm. and uh, helping them like make movies and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very delicate thing that I always think about. Like, I don't want to influence their filmmaking because they already have like Nollywood and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also thought about just. When especially when I was like more radical, like fuck this country, I'm gonna go make movies over there. But it's like I feel like knowing just me and being American and the oh it's American so it's better and damn this nigga got this computer like you know I feel like I would be fucking up the market. Like I, I just feel like it's impossible. Where this YouTuber mm. spent like twenty thousand dollars or something like that and took it to this African thing person. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, but, 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 but he was in Uganda. And then I did more research and there's not necessarily like a Nollywood there. Right. Um, and he actually knew him. So I was like, okay, this is actually a really cool feel good video that doesn't feel white savior E. Like he kept going yeah. back to the city for some work and he kept running into him and the guy was really interested in his shit. So it was like, mm-hmm. Oh damn! It would be really cool if I can help this person that I actually know make videos and like help yeah. him. So I was like, okay, that's cool. But I've always been kind of like, damn, it would be cool to like do that, but not in a white savior e disrupting the um market way. And I've always thought about like how to do it or if it mm-hmm. even needs to be done. Because on the flip of that, like, I watched the documentary, like, these niggas is, like, breaking down old computers and building new computers. Um, and if they're doing that, then I'm sure there's some type of market for mu- computer repairs and all this other right. shit. And you can't just you can't just drop shit on people because you fucking disrupt people's money and livelihood and shit like that. Yep. Like, if I give them the tools to start streaming and it's like, well, wait, somebody was bringing in blank DVDs every week. Yes. So it's yes, a. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing, but I, I think about it all the time. I was like, I definitely don't want to colonize Nollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You have to be mindful of uh, is there a way to onboard people or are you just kicking people out of what they're doing and then completely leaving them in the dust? Yeah. Yeah, because I also, I mean, don't want them fucking making John Wick either. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, not if that's not what niggas want, but if there's like, okay, like. I think the cool thing about it is like, you know, there's like rules, but fuck these rules because these rules only exist because a nigga decided to do it one day. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like the reason why this shit is weird. The biggest thing that I think with like Nollywood and even some Indian films that's quote unquote uncinematic is like they use wider angles. But all the European people decided to use closer angles. So that is deemed as cinematic versus where tv 
wider news super wide like you know what i mean like yeah yeah yeah. and more in focus and shit like that so it's you know it's it's just some shit that some white motherfuckers did first yeah it's yeah what you're doing is not wrong it's just yeah so yeah i don't know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but yeah that's that's all my other for this week yeah same i just wanted to yeah i just wanted at least to make sure i talked about that movie so cool we can call it a day right there. Yeah. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all listening, coming in this week. Uh, we will be back. More content. And I will be recording from my home because I have internet. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll actually be home. <laughs> <laughs> I have to run, ar- run around trying to watch it in the car. And <laughs> at my auntie house with the kids on little hoverboards. And <laughs> all kind of wild shit going on. But, yeah. See you all next week. And as always, we do this for the words.